is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Celebrity Afterlife Report, the only show on the internet that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. I am your host, the Celebrity Medium. This week we have what appears to be a resolution, at least for now, to the standoff at Trump City, as well as updates about other goings-on in the next world. There's never a dull moment in the afterlife, and I'm here every week to give you up-to-date info about the haps. As the kids say. Okay, I referenced Trump City a moment ago, so let's dive into that nightmare. After weeks of a standoff between Mayor Fred Trump's lockdown town and the friends and relatives of those on the inside, who have been camped out, imploring the mayor to unlock the gates, things finally came to a head the other day. The protesters decided that enough was enough and that it was time to storm the castle, so to speak. According to my sources, they managed to get themselves a large battering ram in the form of a telephone pole and assaulted the main gate of Trump City with it. Much to their surprise, the doors sprung open with little force having been applied to them. Once inside the compound, they found the streets void of populace. Turns out that everyone was inside their homes, having been told by Fred Trump repeatedly over the past three weeks that they needed to shelter in place, as the town was going to be attacked by hostile outside forces at any moment. The residents told stories of Mayor Trump issuing increasingly bizarre directives over his ever-present bullhorn, sometimes several times a day. They assumed, as did the protesters on the outside of the city walls, that the entrances to the town were locked tight, which is why no one inside tried to escape and no one outside tried to open the doors. Weird. My sources describe these citizens of Trump City as being in shock over their bizarre confinement, but otherwise healthy. Magda Gabor, who used her own bullhorn to implore Fred to at least let her speak to her sisters, was reunited with them. Now, strangely, Ava and Jaja seemed pretty much completely unaffected by their nearly month-long confinement. They told the press, we have heard something about a commotion outside the town, but we didn't really know what it's about. In contrast to everyone else who had been locked inside Trump City, Ava and Jaja said they heard some yelling, but they had no idea what all the fuss was about. Now, you're probably wondering what is going on with Fred Trump himself? And you're hardly alone in that, as the mayor seems to have disappeared. Doesn't appear to be anywhere inside his town. And the residents say they hadn't heard anything from him for the past few days. A stark contrast to the frequent harangues he had subjected them to prior to his disappearance. Aviator Charles Lindbergh, who took Trump's place on the parapet over the main entrance to the town on an occasion or two also seems to be missing. As near as I can determine, no one has any idea when the men left town, how they exited it without being seen, or where they are at the moment. So a strange story has a strange ending, or maybe just an interlude? 
On last week's report, I told you that former professional wrestler George the Animal Steel had accepted Vince McMahon Sr.'s offer to join his Shakespearean acting troupe, and that no less than Sir John Hurt had pronounced him a better interpreter of the Bard's work than even the great John Gielgud. As of then, we didn't know whether Steele's former co-worker Ivan Koloff would join him in the company. We now know that the answer to that question is yet. Koloff was cornered by one of my next world paparazzi contacts who put the question to the burly Russian. Koloff told him that he was very, very flattered by McMahon's offer and that he had considered it carefully but finally decided that he wanted to go into the snack food business. He said he has thought about several flavors of potato chips and other snacks that he's never seen on the market, either in the afterlife or on the earthly plane. The first product he's going to roll out in a few weeks is Ivan's Four Alarm Chips, potato chips that are extremely hot. Koloff laughed as he elaborated that the chips will be green in honor of his friend the animal who frequently stuck out his green tongue as he wrestled. He said he will be releasing at least one new variety of snack every four months or so for the next year or, you know, whenever. And he also said they'll be on shel- uh, store shelves throughout the next world. We haven't heard anything about iVironment, the indoor attraction where afterlife residents can go to enjoy a rainy day in months. Now comes word that co-owners and operators, artists Jean-Michel Basquiat and Salvador Dali, will be making a movie inside its confines. Basquiat and Dali made the announcement via a press conference inside iVironment the other day. They took the place over after creator Steve Jobs became frustrated because of a long-running feud he had with Jackson Pollock over a lewd mural the latter made to hang inside the attraction. Really strange story. Go back and find it in the archives if you don't know it. It's, It's a weird one. My sources tell me that Basquiat was mostly silent during the press confab, while Dali was his usual media-friendly bizarre self. Dali was wearing a hat made out of a stuffed penguin while he spoke cryptically about how their upcoming movie would be the greatest work of art ever committed to film. The only actual details anyone could get out of the pair was that they would be starring in the movie and that it would be filmed entirely inside environment. As of now, there's no word on the film will begin production or if, when it's finished, it'll be screened in theaters or only inside environment. I'll give you more details if and when I get them. Finally, on last week's report, I also told you that actor Bill Paxton, who transitioned suddenly to the next world, was disoriented upon his arrival in his new existence. As I've chronicled on other occasions, that's not particularly unusual and it's rarely anything to worry about. As a follow-up to that story, I can now confirm that Paxton is fine and is acclimating well to the afterlife. My sources tell me that he has settled into a small house in a section of the next world populated mostly by people originally from Great Britain. 
I'm not aware that Bill was an Anglophile when he was on the Earthly Plane, so I'm not sure why he chose to live there, but that is where he is, at least for now. Word is that, as I predicted, he's been inundated with scripts and offers of acting work just in the week since he arrived. People who have seen him out and about in public say he looks happy and seems to enjoy being there. And with that, it's time to lock up the Celebrity Afterlife Report studio for another week. Please come back next week when I'll have another round above the latest gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. You can find the report on iTunes, in the Google Play Store, and on K-Chung Radio, AM 1630 in Los Angeles. Please tell your friends, and also please like this on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. I'm the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-369. 3732.